I love the flexibility in working in all sorts of places. I'm often moving files around, um, reading my RSS feeds, doing social media, even doing video calls and such while out running errands. So much you can do on your phone these days. But of course, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. Shout out to T-Mobile, our sponsor. They're America's largest 5G network. So you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Welcome to Cytosol School. My name is Chris Gillipo. Uh, a very practical question and answer for you today. I actually get a lot of questions on this topic uh, that I can't answer uh, because I'm not qualified. I don't give legal advice can't necessarily talk about the best uh, business structure or tax structure uh, for your business, the decision to pursue a patent process or not, uh, how to plan for taxes and so on. Um, but it's, it's tricky because a lot of people want to know, you know, should I form an LLC or an S Corp or something else, or just remain as a sole proprietor? It makes perfect sense that people have these questions. Um, so I like the way this listener framed the question. He made it easy for me because he's asking for more general advice about best practices, common experiences based on many conversations. How might someone make this decision? So it's not so much, you know, what is best for him, um, but how does someone make that decision? And perhaps this can help someone else move forward uh, if they're feeling stuck. All right. So when should I become an LLC? Uh, in this guy's case, filing an LLC in his state is expensive. Is it worth it? And how does someone make that decision? When your business gets to a certain size, the cracks start to emerge. I am very familiar with this. Whenever my business grows, you know, things are working pretty well at a very low level or at a mid-level. But then the things that I used to do in a day are taking a week. I've got way too many manual processes. And so if that's you, well, guess what? You should know these three numbers, 37,025 and 1. 37,000, the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with that one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, improve margins, everything you need to grow all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com hustle. That's netsuite.com slash hustle to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash hustle. A few years ago, I was an Airbnb host. I owned a rental property, two of them, in fact, that welcomed guests from around the world. And it was a really interesting experience. I was interested in it from the side hustle perspective. I wanted to kind of diversify assets and also just wanted to try something. I like to experiment and such. And of course, I loved the flexibility of it. Uh, if you're interested in Airbnb, it's good for somebody who is frequently traveling, somebody who has extra space, somebody who has a seasonal house, or perhaps somebody who's always away at the same time of year for some kind of tradition, holiday event, or work situation. Check it out for yourself. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, this is Thomas from Syracuse, and I've been listening to the show for about a year or so, and I really like this new format. I'm curious about your thoughts on when to incorporate a business. Do you think it's better to do that up front or after hitting a certain amount of clients or revenue? My gut feeling has been to file an LLC first to keep everything organized and official, 
but filing an LLC in my state is pretty expensive, so I've been having some hesitations on that. Is there a common process you've noticed from speaking with side hustlers over the years? Thanks, Chris. Hey, Thomas, what's up? Thank you so much for listening in Syracuse. Really glad to know you're out there. Uh, best of luck with the new project. So as I said in the introduction, uh, I don't give legal advice. Um, I can't, basically. Uh, but I love the way you frame the question because you allowed me to give uh, some, some advice that might actually be helpful to somebody out there because uh, I know I understand why people have this question. So perhaps just a couple of common experiences. I like thinking of it that way. Uh, you can do a lot of things as a sole proprietor. Like first and foremost, um, I would say looking at you know the history of our archives and not just that, but many, many other people I've talked to over the years, uh, featured in my books and different case studies, I would say a majority uh, of those stories, not like a 90% majority, but at least a 50%, uh, either start as a sole proprietorship uh, or start and remain as that structure for a long time. Um, so you really can do a lot of things in that structure you can register with the state, you can get a business bank account, you can get a business credit card. There's really not a lot of distinction in terms of your clients, your customers, your sales process, any of that. And also remember the most important thing, always, always, like this is the, you know, I guess, as I would say, the most important thing, huh, funny how that works, focus on how you'll actually make money. Like that is essential because sometimes people get hung up on this stuff for so long and they don't actually have a revenue model. And you know, you can usually incorporate later, you can even unincorporate if you feel like you did it the other way, and you want to make a different change. Um, but you have if you have no revenue model, you don't have a business. Okay, so worry about that first and foremost. Now, having said that, I use that word worry again, if you are worried about this, uh, or if it is your gut instinct, um, just just pay the money because it's not actually that much money. It's only a lot if you're working with a lawyer to do it. Um, there are a lot of services now. LegalZoom you know, is probably the most common one. I believe that they have been a sponsor of the podcast uh, in the past, but you know, they're kind of ubiquitous. I'm sure there's some other services. Uh, you might be able to just kind of do it on your own. Just Google, you know, file LLC uh, New York, file LLC Wisconsin, whatever it is. Um, so it may be a few hundred dollars, which is not cheap, but it's also not the end of the world. So if, if there's a stumbling block that's holding you back, um, just, you know, find a way around that. Um, do whatever is best for you. And you may at some point want to get some advice from someone who's more qualified than me. But again, those are some common experiences. And uh, you can do a lot as a sole proprietor, just in my experience and in many other people's as well. All right, uh, listeners, if you got a question, uh, whether it's a specific one or a general one, uh, just come to sidehustleschool.com slash questions. We are featuring them throughout the year along with updates from other listeners. Uh, thank you again so much, Thomas. And thank you, listeners. So glad you're out there. Much more is coming up. My name is Chris Guillebeau. This is Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.